All Things Ring and the Ring Alarm Review next on Reset 72. This is Reset. It can be found at Reset.fm. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries. Mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and technology in general. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that has been sitting on my desk for years. Reminds me to be adventurous and have fun. Because there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Reset, everybody. I'm your host, David McCabe. Reset.fm for the show notes and all the details. And those Reset Forums over at ResetForums.com. That's the old home server show.com forums. Thanks for joining. Find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash McCabe.io. And YouTube. Have a lot of fun out there. YouTube.com slash David McCabe. Okay. I want to say thanks to all my Patreon members. Uh, month after month, you guys support everything I do here and help uh, keep the lights on, honestly. Keep the lights on and the hard drive spinning, I like to say. You know, that's so ever important right now. Amazon's made some real unpopular moves. One of them was prior to this COVID thing where they stopped supporting a site called Skimlinks, which is a site that I use for monetizing links. So you put an Amazon link out there and it will monetize it in your, you know, your fashion. So you go to your dashboard, you say, hey, someone bought a hard drive, a Seagate, a WD Red, you know, something. And it's not much, but it helps. And if you don't use the Amazon links, you could use the skin links things. Well, Amazon said, hey, we're not supporting skin links anymore. We're just going to do our own. So, Okay, you have to go hand-build all the Amazon links. No big deal. Except, let's see, what, last week they announced, hey, we're slashing the commission percentages for all of you small-time guys that live and breathe off of sales from Amazon. So, whatever, guys, but that's kind of a pain in the butt. So, uh, I really appreciate everyone uh, doing the Patreon thing. That really, really, really does help. I know I say that uh, episode in, episode out. You know what, though? At the end of this episode, I've got a what I'm reading. That oh, It is so cool. I have found myself losing hour after hour after hour browsing this one site and it's amazing. And I have it under what I'm reading. I will tell you that in the end, at the end of this podcast. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to be talking about a lot of ring stuff. Speaking of Amazon, I'm, I guess I'm going to talk mostly good about ring stuff. Um, the ring alarm. I did interview these guys at CES. And I'm going to play that for you. I know it, we're way beyond CES, but I think we need to go back and refresh and listen to this interview. It's just like two minutes long or something. It's it's very short. And it just goes over their new stuff and whatnot. And then we'll talk about the ring alarm. I've had the ring alarm for one year. And I'm going to tell you about their new stuff that is out. I'm going to tell you about how I've been using the alarm. Pros and cons. Some hacks that I have for you. It's, it's, it's my ring alarm 
review, and I'm going to do it right after this interview. I'm here at the Ring booth and talking with Andrew, and we're talking about the brand new smart lighting options for the Ring. Can Andrew, can you walk kind of walk me through the the new products? Yeah, so uh, really excited uh, at CES this year. We announced a bunch of products around our Ring smart lighting. Uh, one of them is the smart lighting solar floodlight. So we really believe that with our lighting solutions, we should give the customer a choice on power. Uh, so to round out the group, uh, we have wired uh, floodlight cams, uh, sorry, wired uh, uh, smart lighting. We also have our smart lighting floodlight with battery. And now with this announcement, we've added solar uh, to, to the portfolio, which we really think that gives customers the ultimate flexibility of where they can mount the product, where they can put it. Uh, it doesn't require any uh, maintenance after that because it runs off of solar. Uh, as well at the show today, we announced two smart light bulbs. Uh, they come both in the A19 size and the PAR38 size. Um, and they are LED, like I said, and they uh, work within the Ring smart lighting ecosystem. So you can schedule them to come on at certain times throughout the day, but then also they can be activated amongst any one of the motion sensors that we have uh, within our smart lighting as well. Uh, then we move on to the uh, smart lighting solar step light, and this is a product that you would mount near your steps uh, and, and also would work within the uh, motion activated ecosystem. So if you walk up to your steps in front of your house, the lights would come on and that motion can also trigger other lights to come on uh, within the ring smart lighting as well. Uh, and then lastly, to round out the new announcements, we have our uh, smart lighting path lights. And these are uh, more uh, podium-based lights uh, that would uh, sit out along your pathway in front of your house. Uh, and this one is solar now, so you don't have to rely on batteries if you don't want to. More of a set-it-and-forget-it uh, space. Uh, and we're happy to announce that one as well. And for us, what, what it's really about is, is a well-lit home is a safe home. So if somebody approaches your house... Uh, using these products to be able to trigger other ones to come on or the lights to come on will make your house look well lit and more uh, and have more of a sense of security to it. So I think you answered my question. Everything's groupable. So if one of my cameras were to go off, I could light up other areas of the house just to show some presence yeah absolutely so you know two things one you can schedule lights to come on so if you wanted to set it on a schedule to you know make it look like somebody's home or that you want it to be lit because you come home every day at six o'clock you can have them light as well but also yeah you can group them together motion on one can trigger something else uh motion on a light could actually uh start recording on one of your cameras if you have one of the ring uh, video doorbells or one of our stick-up cameras as well uh and we think that that's the best part of the ring ecosystem is that everything is just working together to reduce crime in neighborhoods and make communities feel safer. Right. And I think when everybody sees these PAR 38 bulbs, they're going to recognize. When I when you say PAR 38, I have no idea what you're talking about. But when you look at it, am I going to be able to put this like in some pre-existing spotlight around my home? Yeah, correct. And sorry about that. But yeah, they. so the A19 is uh, looks like a normal light bulb that most people have all around their home in lighting fixtures and, uh, you know, like a lamp, like a lamp mod, uh, light bulb. And then the PAR 38 bulb is more of that looks like a floodlight light bulb, like something you would have outside above a an entranceway or uh, in an existing floodlight fixture that you had there um, is, is the application for it. Yeah, and, and those are suitable for uh, wet locations? Can I put them in direct rain? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they are, they're made to be out in the elements, made to be outdoors. Uh, and if you go to ring.com, you can find all the specific specs about them if you wanted to read up about them. I think that one's that one's good. If you're you're in the ecosystem, that allows you to add that bulb in those corners or in the garage, and and maybe instead of getting the camera um, uh, floodlight or the other floodlight, if you don't want to, you know, do that swap, all you got to do is just change the bulb. 
Yeah, and, and that's the easy part about it. It's really about giving the, the customer what we call neighbors the ultimate flexibility and how they want to design and set up their system. Uh, but those bulbs specifically, the way I do it in my house is, is that I have them scheduled to come on every day right after sunset and then shut off at midnight automatically every day. But then after midnight, if one of my other ring devices senses motion, that light will come on as well too. So I think you know it really rounds out the portfolio and giving the customer those, those options to be able to design the system the way they want. That's a good system. And we still need the smart lighting bridge for, for all these new products? Yeah, you do. So the smart lighting bridge is our gateway uh, to the internet and to the, 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 uh, to, the, to the local network and also the network beyond your house. So you can do the stuff from outside. Uh, and that connects over Wi-Fi uh, uh, inside your home. Awesome. You also came out with an Access Controller Pro. And when you guys, when I, I saw the press release, I was thinking of a home with like a big auto gate for the driveway. But that's not necessarily true, is it? No, it's not. This is a product I'm super passionate about because I uh, helped develop a lot of the features on it with the product team is that this product's really there geared towards uh, any kind of uh, electronic locked access in your home. So think about it as a, the best use case scenario or example is a drive through gate in front of your house. You, you drive up to the front of somebody's house, there's a gate there. You press the ring video doorbell that's near the gate. I'm, I'm not home or I'm away from my house. I get the regular alert inside of my phone within the ring alert system. I can see who's there next to my gate. I can hit a button from within the video, and it'll open the gate so the person can drive through. It also works with the uh, the key uh, aspect of Amazon. So we really think this is fantastic to help the delivery drivers ensure that your package gets secure, it gets delivered, um, and that they can open the gate when they get there through that system as well, too. Uh, it, it also will work, too, with, like, walkthrough gates, too. So I think of, like, homes in, like, Malibu or Santa Monica in that area where they have just a regular walkthrough lock in front of it, too. Uh, you're able to integrate that with it as well. Okay, so is it is it a logic box or is there like a solenoid actuation system that comes with it? Yeah, so it, it would work with an existing system that you have. Um, so uh, it's just relay based. So you know any normally closed relay, it'll work with. You can control two doors off of it, and you would just wire it into the existing system that you have. Awesome! I think we covered it. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. I and mean, one other thing I forgot to mention, too, the, uh, the, the, the Ring Access Controller Pro is both cellular and Ethernet. So if it's further away from your home and doesn't have the capability to connect to the Internet through uh, wired cable, uh, we do make a cellular version as well, and they both retail for $299. Awesome. All right, that's Andrew with Ring. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Show Floor Audio. I tried to clean it up as much as possible. There's background noise and people talking. But, okay, here's something very important. I've got three links I'm going to share with you on my show notes. A ring, uh, a link from Ring themselves, two links from Ring, and a link from the Digital Media Zone um, comparing their outdoor smart lighting products because it's really important because I know in that interview... There was a lot of products being talked about, and I want you to see them and be able to click on the links and be able to read about them, especially the smart lighting products if you are interested in them as much as I am. Richard, over there at the Digital Media Zone, has got a great article on comparing the old solar lights with the new solar lights, and I think you're going to want to read those. And I'll also have a post about everything we talked about, what's new, and so... Important links over there. Okay, now that we've said that, I'm going to leave all that behind and we're going to switch gears and we're going to go over to the new Ring Alarm. So let me first tell you a little bit about the Ring Alarm, the pieces that come in the kit, a little bit of cost, and then we'll get into my actual thoughts 
and long-term uh, usability with it. Ring Alarm Basics kind of comes in a five-piece kit. It has a keypad, the base station, a motion sensor, a uh, extender, and one door and window sensor. So that's, I mean, it's little, but it gets you started. And that is currently listed the old ring alarm, which it, we're going to have to, we're going to have to talk about old versus new. So the old one is listed at 179, 179 bucks. The new one, it has newer looking devices and maybe they work better. Maybe they don't. I don't quite know yet is $199.99. Now, if I was going to buy it starting today, yes, I would buy the new one. De- definitely buy the new one. But it is $20 cheaper. Now, the other thing is, is I don't know if they're going to do that um, uh, Prime Day anymore. I got mine on Prime Day last, last, was it last year? I think it was last year. And I got it for $169. Now, that's quite, a, that's quite the deal. And I also bought extra sensors and an extra alarm panel so again the base station the base station of the alarm has ethernet it has a backup battery it has a sim card and it has this light feature to it that tells you if the system is armed or not i have it in a very central location in my family's home entertainment system and you just know there's a blue circle, not armed, or there's a red circle, it's armed. And it also announces as a speaker when things happen, like, you know, beep, beep, if the door opens. And it also functions as the siren of the system. So you have that as well. Comes with a door and window sensor. That means it has the little base the base sensor and the magnetic strip that goes with it. They are very large, the old school contacts. The new five-piece kit has brand new stuff, and the window door sensors are much smaller and much nicer looking. The motion sensor on the old kit looks like an alarm system motion sensor. It has that ugly window curved front to it and it just looks ugly it it really does it's 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 ugly the new one much nicer it's square and it has a bulbousy round front to it and i mean it looks like a motion sensor but it doesn't look like you know a motion sensor from the 80s right the alarm keypad there are there are a lot of differences between the old one and the new one the biggest difference is the new one has some quick buttons, like quick panic buttons, like, uh, you know, fire, police, uh, medical. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're, if your house is on fire, are you going to stop at the alarm panel and hold the, the fireman button? I don't know. I don't see a lot of good in that. And, it does look a little better as an alarm panel, but we'll maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I really don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm really a loss for this new alarm panel because it's kind of square. And that, traditional alarm panels are rectangular. 
most of them I've ever seen are rectangular. And if you're going to put it in the same spot and you're going to hide all the old cruft and the the non-painted area, you know, behind that alarm panel, you want something that's kind of the same size or bigger, right? So I'm a little... Jury's still out on this thing. You can also set it on a desk if you want to. And it works off of batteries. So it will communicate wirelessly and you can just charge it when you need to charge it. So just, I don't know. You look at the links and you decide. If you're out for a ring alarm, I kind of like the old panel. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm biased because I have a hundred bucks put into it. They do have larger systems. So there is a five-piece and you can go ahead and step up to an eight-piece kit that adds more uh, window sensors or door window sensors, an extra motion sensor, or you can get this big daddy kit. It's 14 pieces. It has two panels, door panels you put at at doors, and it also has a lot more uh, door window sensors. Let's see, 14-piece kit, old school, ooh, 309. You know, but that's going to take care of you because I, I mean, I put $50 into an extra panel and I put, how much? I mean, tons of money in door and window sensors, right? Not, I didn't cover all the, all the windows, all the windows in my house, but you, you're going to, it's an investment, right? It's an investment and you personally can write down how much it costs for you to hire ADT or whatever your your local guardian, you know, type alarm company would cost you and for for me, I looked at it and it was some of these guys were 40 bucks a month. You know, a lot of it was anywhere from 30 to 40 bucks a month and at a 2-year contract and ring alarm no contract. You can get professional monitoring 24-7. That goes to a call center. It's not going to, you know, Billy Bob's garage that closed at 5 o'clock. It's 10 bucks a month. No contracts, no cancellation fees, no startup fees. It's 10 bucks a month. That same $10 a month will also store all your ring video from your doorbells to your cameras and all that kind of good stuff. So, value-wise... If you want to do the cost, I mean, do it out. Put it on a piece of paper. Put it on a spreadsheet. I did it. I have no idea what I came out as, but you always come out. I I think you're always going to come out ahead buying a system like this as long as you're smart about it. And it fits your needs. That's another really big thing. Don't shoehorn something in there because it's new and has tech and it's great, you know, app on your phone it's got to fit your needs and one of my needs was alarm panels at doors and they have to tell you if it's armed or not that was one of the biggest things we had was another door that we used frequently and it was the dog go in and out door did not have a ring alarm panel or i mean an alarm panel at it so we would set the alarm system at night and get out and turn, let the dogs in and out. As soon as you open the door, the freaking door would, you know, the alarm would start screaming. And the dogs are freaking out. And pretty soon, you know, Pavlov's dog 
they stand at that door, they're freaked out, they don't want to go because it's going to ring the alarm, right? With ring alarm, you just buy a keypad and put it right there. You walk up to it, and it's red. It's like, oh, okay, I need to put my code in, let the dog out. So make sure it fits your family. It fits your needs. Make sure you're cool with, maybe I should say, maybe the local accounting department for your house, the CFO, the spousal acceptance factor, is going to be okay with window and door sensors. They can be kind of kludgy looking. It's also new tech, right? This It's not perfect. It's not wired like an old alarm system. It's... I don't want to say I've ever had any problems. Like, I mean, actual problems. Like it going off in the middle of the night. Never. That has never happened. My old alarm system, that has totally happened. I remember at my old house here in central Indiana. And... After looking up some of the reasons for it, it was uh, bugs, just insects getting into, I don't remember which sensor set it off. Was it a motion sensor or, uh, no, it was uh, it was a fire alarm, actually. I take that back. It was not an alarm system. It was a fire alarm. And insects had gotten in it and set off the smoke detectors and the alarm. It was hooked to the alarm, so everything started going off, you know, to get us out of the house. And it was... It's a freaky, weird thing to have that loud screaming noise, you know, at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning to just jar you from sleep. I've never had that happen with Ring, but it can happen. You yourself are putting in the window and door sensors. You have to do it right. You have to make sure they stay up there and not fall off in the middle of the night. One of them falls off, that's door open signal. That starts your alarm, right? So you got to be careful. You can self-monitor. You can also have professional monitoring. Many modes. You have home mode, not set, no alarms, nothing. You have home and armed. Home and armed is your typical, I am going to sleep, right? Most of the time you do not activate motion sensors on your alarm at that point. Dogs will set it off. Kids roaming the house. Overactive bladders will, you know, you're going to set off the motion sensor. You get up to go to the bathroom at night. There is also a mode where you set it and it's armed and away. And that's where you use your motion sensors. Now, I personally do not. I do not want the motion sensors. I have a large dog that will roam the house. So... No motion sensors. They're not even turned on. But that's the one where you set all the doors except, you know, the the entry door to alarm immediately if they open. Your garage door from the garage to the house, maybe that's the one you set as your entry door. And you can set any door as your entry door, meaning you have 30 seconds or 60 seconds to input your code and deactivate the alarm before it goes off. I find 30 to 60 seconds plenty of time. Our problem is setting the away status. I never jump in the car to go to the store and turn the alarm on. I should do that. But we're having a hard time 
getting into that mode of, of doing that. And you can set multiple doors. We have multiple doors that we would might come in and out of. But there's a couple of doors that are instant alarm, right? If someone you know, were to wedge the door open, instant alarm. The other thing is traditional alarm systems have glass breakage sensors. You'll find them scattered throughout your house. They look, they're little flat things that are in the ceiling or at a 45 degree angle kind of wall where there are a lot, where there is a lot of glass. Now, typically in my research, I've noted that a lot of these sensors are installed wrong or there are not enough of them. And you can go up to a glass breakage sensor and you can clap, whack, whack, really loud and you can flash them. And that way you know that, you know, they're at least working somewhat. They can sense noise. And they detect certain frequencies of glass breakage, mostly your your outdoor glass, right? And they will go off. Ring alarm can work with the ALEXA. And when you go into home away armed mode, it will also arm what they call ALEXA guard. So your devices, your cans, your screens, whatever ALEXA is sitting in around your home, go into guard mode. If they detect a glass breakage, it'll also set off the alarm. So you have that too. The other cool thing that you can do with ALEXA is, well, it's not that you can do, it's guard. It will detect smoke alarm sound, carbon monoxide alarm sounds as well, and deactivate the alarm system or notify you as well. That's a that's a pretty cool thing. Smoke alarms going off. It's gonna it's gonna set the I mean it's gonna set the alarm off. I mean, can you imagine not having the truck rolls, the fire department come if the fire's going on in your house? You just your smoke alarms are going off. Well, glad we weren't there, but it you know, it's kinda nice for this um away system to be able to roll the fire trucks. And full disclosure, I am not under 24-7 monitoring. We are still in a self-monitoring mode, and I need to turn that on because that has, I mean, I'm paying for it, right? And it has many, many, many benefits to pay for it. All right, two new contact sensors. The old style are $29.99. That's a great deal. Two contact sensor pack, 30 bucks. A new two contact sensor pack is 50 bucks. So if you want those small ones, you know, you're going to pay the price. But the old ones work with both systems and it's only $30, $15 each, right? The new alarm panel is 50 bucks. The old one is down to 37.50. I am picking up a new $37.50 alarm panel and I'm putting it back by my backslider glass that I use as well. It just needs to happen. You can add flood and freeze sensors, water sensors and freeze sensors for $35. There's a panic button for $35 if you want to put that by your your bedside, by the wife's bedside to make, it, make someone feel better and 
you can do that. Smoke and CO2 listeners for $35. You can add that to your system. I guess if you don't want to do Ayla, you know, what's her face? If you don't want to do her and you can add them for 35 bucks. Now, what I've heard is you can't just buy one and think that your whole house is covered because it has a smoke and CO2 listener device. What I heard and what I've read in reviews is you kind of got a place in every room right by the smoke alarm. So that that kills it for me. That really kills it for me. So I don't like the smoke and CO2 listener there. I'll use the guard system. A retrofit kit. Now this is interesting because we've talked about retrofit kits before on this channel. But you can buy this box from Ring. It's 200 bucks. And it will go into all your old wiring, all your old window sensors, your glass break sensors, all that old stuff for 200 bucks. That's a pretty good deal too. If you don't want to do the wireless stuff and change batteries, you do that. Speaking of, you know, I haven't changed a... Have I changed a battery in my alarm system? I don't think I've changed a battery in my alarm system. If this were smart things, I'd already changed it twice. You know, changed the battery twice. I don't think I have. It'll tell you if you need to. So there you go. It'll tell you if you need to. Range extenders are 19 bucks. Just if you're not getting if you're not getting the signal from you know room A to room B, you can put an alarm ex- uh, range extender. It just plugs into uh, your plug and it looks like a lamp module without a plug in. And just so you know, ring alarm is Wi-Fi. Z-Wave, and Zigbee. It uses Bluetooth for setup and cellular backup. So those are the radios in there. Cellular backup is AT&T. And I've seen it in there. I've never had to use it. And I I probably don't have my base station in a really good location for it to actually make a call. What I've wanted to do with my base station is I've wanted to put it in a hallway on my main floor, a main floor hallway, like up, kind of up, but I just don't have the facility to do that. I don't have, you know, there's no connectivity up there. There's no power up there, but I think it would be nice for it to be out somewhere in the open because it is, it is the everything, right? I mean, it is absolutely everything. So my first hack for you goes with the base station. The base station has a backup battery in it. If you've ever used a ring camera with a battery, it's this weird funky looking battery with this metal clip button that you push and pull the battery out. That same battery in that ring camera is also in the ring alarm base station. I have a camera. It's currently offline because the battery's dead. I'm too lazy to change it, but you can... Take the good charged battery from the base station, go out, put it in your pocket, climb up to the camera, swap out the dead battery, put that in your other pocket, put in the good battery, your camera comes on, you go back to your base station, you put in the uh, the dead battery, and it'll charge it up and use it. Done. Instant battery charger. That's my first hack. I don't know how many hacks I have. I don't I'm just... I have my outline, and uh, that's my first hack. 
contact sensors, no real information for you. Just get them done. Get it done right. Right? You have to clean with an alcohol-based cleaning pad and make sure you put those things up and hold them and squish them and get them perfect. I've got a couple of mine that are completely out of sight because we have some kind of drapery type, you know, system over sliding glass doors and that you can't even see them. Amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Keypads. Oh, you know, I'm going to give you my second hack. The keypads. So it's the old school one is has a round system on it and it has all the modes. Home, not armed, uh, away armed and home and armed. And it has all the buttons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, an X and a check mark or something. I don't even know what those are. But it has a rechargeable battery that you charge with micro USB. Or it comes with a power plug. You can set this thing on the lamp side table in your living room. I don't know why you would do that, but you can. You can put it in your living room or a table by the door. If you have a little table by the door, the base plate holding plate system for the ring alarm panel doubles as a little angled desktop system. So it's not completely flat. When you walk in, it's at a nice little angle and you can just tap in your code and disarm it. When this first came out, People were plugging these in and leaving them plugged in because it came with a plug. And then a couple of months would go by, or maybe even a month would go by. The keypad would somehow mysteriously jump off of the system. It was no longer tied to the alarm system. That person would come in their door. Their alarm system would go into the 30-second you know, mode for disarming and the keypad right by the door was no no longer worked. So what happens? You go into panic mode. You're like, oh crap, it's not turning the alarm off. You either have to run to the other keypad if you have one. Even if you if you don't have one, you gotta get on your phone and disarm it. Would you think, oh that doesn't take that long, but you're down to twenty seconds at that point. What if you don't have your phone? What if you left your phone in your bag, in your car. You got to go back out, you know. It can be stressful. Because they were plugged in, Ring would tell people, they're jumping off the system. They said, charge it and take it off the power. Something's wrong with it. They didn't say in those exact words something was wrong with it. But you couldn't leave it plugged in at all times. Now, when I bought my system, I bought it under the understanding that I'm going to power these things at all times because I'm also going to put backup power to them. How are you going to do that, Dave? Well, the panels were going to go into locations where I had an existing panel. That existing panel, the alarm system spit out, their their power supply for the alarm system spit out 12 volts. I bought an adapter that would change that 12 volts to 5 volts DC, boom, micro USB. So where your old alarm panel is, take off your alarm panel 
There's a hole in the wall. There's a cord coming out of it. It has power on it. There's a data cable and a power cable. And that power, you put your meter to it, most of the time, I don't know, you're going to have to check, 12 volts DC. You go down to the alarm panel in your basement or somewhere in your house behind a panel, and it's hooked up to a battery, so it's got a little mini battery backup, and constant supplied power. Yay! But Ring said, don't do that because your system is going to jump off of line. So that's the first hack on the panel. You can for, what's this converter cost? I'm going to click it here. I've got the link. I'll put the link in the show notes. $10.99. The actual one that I purchased here is $10.99. has red wire, has black wire, has a little transformer, and it has a micro USB cable. I don't know if this is going to meet code. I have no clue. You better look that up. I didn't. It's 12 volts to 5 volts. I really... How much damage could this do? Plus, I've got a fire alarm now, right? So, I don't take my word for it. Look up the code in your state if you want to do this. But now your keypad is constantly powered. But Ring Alarm just said don't constantly power it because it might jump off of the system. So, I'm like, okay, what am I gonna, what am I going to do now? Well, let me back up. I thought that I always wanted to see if it was armed or disarmed. I always want that light on. If the keypad is under battery power, it will kind of go to sleep. But you walk by it, it'll wake up, and it'll turn the light on, red or green, or maybe it's blue. But you get it, right? Red is armed. The red dot, it's armed. That's if you're walking by. It's kind of a battery saver mode. I wanted constant power. I want to see all the time if it's red or blue. I want to know. Well, first couple of nights, I have an alarm panel in my master bedroom. Constant power. That blue light is freaking annoying. It is so annoying. I'm like, okay, now I take it back. I do not want this thing constantly powered. I want it to go to battery sleep mode, battery save mode while I'm sleeping. I don't want that blue light. It was, It's so annoying. So, But I want the battery to charge somehow. I just got an ALEXA lamp module, went downstairs, took out the plug for the alarm system, plugged in the lamp module, plug that into the lamp module and put it under a schedule. I said, turn the power off at, I don't know, 10 p.m. That way, there's no power to the keypads. They go to sleep. If you walk by, they turn on. You know. And start charging it sometime at, you know, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., something like that. So a little trickle power during the day, sleep at night. Everything is done. The motion detector I did not like worked very well. The range extender, I have no clue if it works or not. I put it in a spot that I think it should help me, and I don't know if it works or not. It doesn't ever say anything. So I, didn't, I, I, I don't know about the range extender. Um, 
I have I've never had really an issue of range of all my stuff. I'm, all my doors are like really nicely located to my base station. Unlike my Wi-Fi in my house, which I constantly uh, have been battling, but this is different. The base station is pretty central to all the doors that go in and out, right? I'm I'm, I'm assuming yours might be too. And there might be one door that's way, way out, you know, somewhere. And that's where you use the range extender. And just a by the way, Ring has since given us a firmware update and says that is no longer an issue. You can keep it under power all you want. And I've still gone back to... Well, I've just kept it the same. I don't want that blue light shining in my master bedroom. I wouldn't mind it if it was, you know, in the hall by the doors or something. You know, you could keep that on power. I think having that red dot blaring if someone comes to peek in your windows or something, I think that that, that is um, a, a deterrent in itself, right? So I completely recommend the... Um, the ring alarm. I have had no issues with it. You know, I'm going to knock on wood real quick because I hope we don't have any issues with it. But I really like it. I enjoy being able to pull out my phone and, you know, the spouse saying, did you did you set the alarm? No. Pull your phone out. Home and armed. Home and armed. Done. So I really enjoy that aspect with it. The app is also the ring camera app. So if you get into the Ring cameras, you don't have a bazillion apps. It's just all integrated. If the alarm goes off, you can link it to your cameras. And if my alarm goes off, I just say every camera, start recording. Just start recording, you know, because you want to catch anything going on at that one point. You know, bad guy runs down the road, you know, just in case. It, you just be recording, right? So that's that's always a good deal. I I would get the new I I like I like what the new alarm system looks like. Minus, you know, a few little things here or there. It looks really really nice. This ecosystem is growing leaps and bounds too. I know you heard the interview talking about the the uh the lighting, the new outdoor LED bulb, the new indoor, the outdoor bulb is 25 bucks. I mean, I, I'm not seeing that as a deterrent. The indoor bulb, the A19 LED bulb is 15 bucks. You know, you have motion at your doorbell, you know, turn this light on. It's just, it's really, really a nice ecosystem. If I didn't have so much tied up into water sensors with the smart things ecosystem, I would probably go to this. I mean, we have, we use ALEXA routines. You know, my kids each have a good night routine where, you know, you say good night, Max, and it it's it reduces the volume, it sets the playlist he wants to play, his his sleep music, turns off the lamp and says good night, Max. She says good night, Max. You know, back to him. It's really nice. It is a good ecosystem. Now, I've got a lot of outdoor lighting, so I don't see anytime soon where I can get into the outdoor lighting. But you can buy the um, outdoor plugs and have routines that turn on 
outdoor lighting. You can buy the, um, they have a power system for outdoors that you can buy. You know, solar panels for your cameras, POE adapters. It's just, they, there is a lot to this ecosystem. I guess it could be scary because it's, I don't know, Amazon as a big brother. I just, I like the way things are run. It Everything really works well. And I don't have any cameras pointing at me, right? I mean, yes, I have an ALEXA over here listening. I don't know. She's probably listening to me. I don't know if she's telling the government. I don't know if she's telling the Chinese government anything. But I don't have any cameras pointed at me. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not freaked out about that. So, did I get everything? I mean, did I let, did I give you everything? If you have questions, by all means, I will start a post in the reset forums. Please hit me up with questions. I know there are, there are a lot of good alarm systems out there. There's been many that have come up and there's probably some that are better than this. I I have no doubt there's something out there that's probably better and cheaper. The system abode comes to mind. I've always wanted to try that system. Um, I've had trouble getting a, a, a test unit from those guys. Uma has an alarm. Simply safe. They're huge. What is one I saw on, uh, Cove. Maybe I saw that on Facebook or something. And I know a lot of guys, um, the ADTs and the Honeywells and all the older systems, they're coming out with new alarm systems. Uh, I know Verizon has systems. So, I mean, no doubt. I would say probably a boat would be my second one. And I know you can go on Amazon and click alarm system and find just tons, tons. Simply Safe is uh, probably a big one. I know a lot of a lot of guys out there have that one too. So, well, let's talk about it. If you have questions, let me know. I'll put some links out there, and you can read about all this stuff. You can read about all this stuff out there that happened at CES and all the new lighting stuff. The lighting stuff really intrigues me. I may have to get a few more things. I got to get that lighting bridge, and I'd really like to figure out how I could use some outdoor lighting with them. And I would like. I keep saying, I would like, I would like, I would like, I would like to have that new outdoor bulb. I have a lot of outdoor, I don't want to say systems, but spotlights, right? So I would definitely have a problem with the light switch. I would have to figure out how to handle the light switch without taping over it and saying no, right? You want those lights to be completely on. You want to have power going to them so they talk back to the, to the alarm system, but you turn them on when you need to turn them on. That would, it would be a mess in my household. I, I, I just don't know if that would work. So I have to figure that out. If you figure that out, please let me know. We'll talk about that in the forums. Okay. Now, I told you at the top of the show that I was going to share a uh, what I'm reading and go back to the old shows. And if you see some links, uh, what I'm reading... Check them out. They're always cool. It's always fun. This one is amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. The site is called historicarials.com. Historic Aerials, A-E-R-I-A-L-S. 
I-A-L-S. And I can jump into, I'm at my map of my house, and I can go back through the years. The The most recent a satellite image of my area is 2016. Because I don't want recent. I want old. I want historic. And I can see where the roads weren't even there. The house wasn't even built. I can go back to 1961, a flyover of the fields that were my house. And it is simply amazing to go back in time. If, if you're one of those folks that likes to play around on Google Maps, Google Earth, this is a really cool, cool site, historicaerials.com. Now, it's got a lot of uh, stamps all over the uh, watermarks, I should say, all over the images because they don't want you to, you know, screen cap your house. Oh, cool. So they want you to order. And I I've, haven't even logged in with uh, and asked, what's this going to be? Let's see. Oh, a JPEG is five bucks. You can get a JPEG for five bucks. Aerial photographs. Huh. Oh, aerial photographs earlier than the year 2000 are 10 bucks. Later than the year 2000 are five bucks. You got a history project or a research project or business. This is a really cool place. So find the link in the show notes. Go out to reset.fm slash 72, or you can find it at resetforums.com. Talk about it. Let me know what you think about uh, what I'm reading for this week. All right, thanks, y'all. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, Don't breathe on anybody if you don't have to breathe on them. And we'll get through this and get into the summer. And uh, who knows? Who knows? Stay safe. This has been Reset can be found at reset.fm or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash David McCabe. Follow on Twitter at McCabe.io and you can discuss this episode and more on Reset Forums, resetforums.com. Intro and outro music is by Darylene. Find it at soundcloud.com, Darylene Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music. Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon patreon.com slash David McCabe. There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you next week on Reset.